T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports Radio 610 presents... The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. With the biggest stories of the day, it's the Big Three at Three. Number one. First up on the Big Three at Three, Sean Bajani with you alongside Clint Sterner. I'm in for Ron the Show Hughley today. You heard from him during In the Loop, Laramie Tunsil, uh, named as a Pro Bowl starter uh, to represent the Houston Texan in not a game, but the games. You know, they've changed that whole format now where they're not going to be playing a game. So Laramie Tunsil is the lone Pro Bowl starter for the Houston Texans. Tunsil's uh, numbers, absolutely fantastic, according to Pro Football Focus, has earned a 91.3 pass block rating this season, which is first amongst all NFL offensive linemen. Uh, It's his third time becoming a Pro Bowler in his career. And particularly, Clint, with the Houston Texans, the final year of his deal with the organization, he'll be entering next year. Third Pro Bowl start, recognized again this year, having a tremendous season. One of just four tackles in the entire league who have allowed fewer than two sacks. One of them is actually his teammate, Titus Howard, which I'm surprised uh, was not. Um, was he even named an alternate? I got to go double check on that. Yeah, I, I don't think he was named an alternate. I got to see. Um, you got to think about re upping this guy, right? Resigning the 29-year-old who's entering the final year of a uh, three-year, $66 million deal next season. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I mean, to me, that's a that is a uh, it's a large investment because he's going to need a, a he's going to need several years, and it's going to be at a at a huge number for tackles. And and it just to me, it's one of those where you got to decide when when do you feel like this rebuild is going to is going to take shape. And and right now, is it priority with with Titus Howard sitting there? Is it priority to dump? Uh, a huge number into Laramie Tunsil. I, I I don't know. I don't know that. I don't know where that fits in the equation for right now. Nick Casario and ultimately Cal McNair. Um, they've got a lot of problems on this football team. Ultimately, if Laramie Tunsil uh, were to move on, if they were, uh, if they were one, I would imagine that Laramie Tunsil is is looking forward to moving on. If I'm being completely honest, um, but the at, at the end of the day. I, I would think that they there would be bigger problems to solve with this roster um, with that particular money when you've got Titus Howard sitting there who who is a homegrown guy you drafted you've developed and and I would think that the plan is for him um, to move over to left tackle at some point in time and so now you're going to pay him too but you're not you're not you're not going to pay him All Pro Laramie Tunsil best in the league type of money. Um, 
Yeah, but he so could be protecting the future franchise quarterback of this team starting next year. If it's Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, yeah. somebody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I mean, I, I'm not, I, I'm not, I wouldn't be opposed to it. I'm just telling you, I don't know. I mean, you're you're going, you're looking at at. I don't, I don't know what's the the most recent premier left tackle in this league that signed a contract. What was that number? I mean, it, it's. I think gonna, he set the bar, didn't he? Well, I mean, he said he he signed a deal two, three years ago. There's yeah. been there's been a couple of guys since. I mean, I I don't know. Yeah, I just I'm sure it's been out there. when when I, I look at it, I I just I don't think it's as it's as simple as you know, great player playing at a Pro Bowl level level, keep him keep him in house. Let's pay him a monster contract, right? I mean, I I just think like me personally, I would rather take that money and go sign two veteran defensive tackles. And bolster your defensive front. Slide Titus Howard over to left tackle, and let's ride. Like to me, I would rather. I w- I think that is a more. I, I think that's more bang for your buck. I I think that is a better option than dump a bunch of money into Laramie Tunsil, leave Titus Howard at right tackle, and you got bookend tackles. I like that. Being a quarterback, I love that. Yeah. Um, and I like your point of you're fixed to go out there and draft a guy at least protect his backside. Yes. Yeah. I I I I would I I would like that, but. Again, I don't. It, I don't think it's that simple when you're talking about a left tackle and when you're talking about that kind of money. Yeah, I think you make a lot of really good points, and maybe I'm looking at it a little bit short sighted because whoever you draft number one overall, presumably a quarterback, maybe Bryce Young, your franchise quarterback, he'll have a year uh, in protecting that guy, and maybe uh, you do enact a plan where you re up with Titus, uh, give him a big deal, you move him to left tackle. Maybe that's a possibility. Um, by the way, Laramie Tunsil, the third highest paid left tackle in the NFL behind Trent Williams and David Bakhtiari. Um, and we're quibbling over so, just a so few hundred Trent, thousand dollars. Oh, is that where it's at? Yeah. So he's, he's roughly the, I mean, he's, he's, he's yeah. as well paid. His as AAV is 22 and Trent Williams and Bakhtiari are 23. Okay. You know? Yeah. So it's, it's going to be, it's going to be a big number. Bucks. It's going to be a big number in any way you slice it. And, and do you want to, do you want to tie that up in a, in a left tackle? At this point in time, maybe, maybe not. I'm not. I'm not saying that it's a good idea or a bad idea. I just don't think it's as simple as you got a Pro Bowler. Go ahead, go ahead and, and ink a deal. I, I don't know if it's that simple. Decisions, decisions. Next up, Big Three and Three, number two. So the NFL was looking at a multi-billion-dollar-year per season package um, to uh, for its NFL Sunday ticket. And they've been with DirecTV since 1994, so forever, right? And the satellite provider, uh, they'd paid almost $2 billion per year, $1.5 billion per year on an eight-year pact that expires at the end of this season. Goodell had said, uh, I think this past summer, that they would look to stream uh, the service. In fact, according to New York Times now, that's exactly what they're doing. They announced a multi-year agreement with YouTube to stream it's Sunday ticket beginning next season, 2023. The deal with YouTube could reach $2.5 billion per year for Sunday tickets. So it just says multi-year. I don't know if it means two, three, four, beyond. But that's how you could possibly consume your football in the near future. YouTube, huh? YouTube, that's where it's at. I, 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 hate, I, not, I hate this stuff. I, I hate it. I've not uh, I've not consumed any football via YouTube other than highlights. I, I've, I've not done the YouTube TV thing. On my TV, Tyler, do you do you do the YouTube TV thing on your TV? YouTube TV might be the only streaming service that we do not have. Right. So yeah. no. Huh. It's interesting. I don't know a whole lot about it, brother. I get all the football I need from network and cable, and that's yeah. it. 
I, what more could you possibly ask for? Like, no, I'm, I am mad about Thursday night football because I do not subscribe to Amazon Prime, so I'm not there yet. Are you serious? I'm not. I mean, it's. I, I mean, I'm not. I, that sounds like I'm judging you. I pay nearly two hundred dollars a month to, for cable and to get my sports packages. I'm not giving anybody else five dollars extra a month so I can watch one usually crap game. I hear Thursday you, night. and that's totally fair. I. I just get surprised any time in this day and age if I hear someone say they don't have a Prime membership. I feel like everybody is giving money to Jeff Bezos. So it just surprises me. But no, that's good, man. No judgment here. I just I can't get behind it. I, I just can't get behind it. That's where I'm at. Uh, next up on Big 3 at 3. Big 3 at 3. Number 3. All right. We didn't have this in here, but I, I have to bring I have to bring it. I wanted to talk about it. The Rockets lost their fourth straight game last year. Uh, last night, excuse me. <laughs> this year, they're going to lose a lot of games. The over-under before the season, guys, was 24 and a half. They lost their fourth straight last night. All I keep hearing today, and Tyler, you're right there with me, the excuses have come down to, well, they don't know how to play against the zone defense. Couldn't penetrate that zone. All right. All right. Stop it right now. Like, the last time I checked, this is a really super young roster, not that far removed from college basketball, which, what do they do in college basketball more times than not? Break the zone. Yeah. Silas, I've been very patient with you, but if your team does not know how to break a zone defense, particularly late, on your home court, when you have the roster that you do, in which, by the way, they succumb to... Uh, the opponent last night without having any one of their best players on the court when they blew the lead in the fourth quarter. No Shingoon, no Jabari Smith, uh, no Green, no Kevin Porter Jr. None of those guys were on the court last night when they blew this lead. Where are they? What are we doing? How can you talk about growth and you talk about finishing games? The Rockets have about as much room to talk about finishing games as the Houston Texans. When you finish a game, when you have the opportunity to finish a game, it's because typically, Clint, you have a fourth quarter lead and you do so. Man, they've been doing everything they possibly can to just scratch and claw their way back into some of these games. When you have an opportunity, finally, to win a ball game on your home court in the fourth quarter and you try to do it without your best players on the court, to me, that's egregious. That's inexcusable. Yeah, I, I can't figure it out, man. You, it show, show says it's a it's must see TV. You got to watch it. They're and, fun and, to watch. I'm and, not, I'm and, not gonna uh, that between away. you and you and Landry, I just I just don't sense the the uh, the excitement about the squad. So there's a, there's a big range of emotion there relative to the Rockets. The emotion is I'm really sick and tired of waiting, and I've been a lot more patient and can be a little bit more patient with the Houston Texans because I, I just kind of view what they're doing a little bit. It's harder to build, I think, an NFL franchise when you're dealing with so many more players than just that of basketball. I mean, you got 15 dudes you got to worry about as opposed to, you know, not just a roster of 53, but expanded to 75 practice squad, which, by the way, at season's end, I kind of wanted to scoop my eyeballs out as much as I heard Lovey Smith talk about it. Well, we're going to use everybody on the practice squad. They pretty much have. 69. It's, it's, really it's, about, it's, the about, 69. it's about the 69 players, man. Yeah. 69, and they've run through about all of them. They had to factor in the Driscoll cat before they got rid of it, right? <sighs> I don't know what we're going to do with these franchises, my man. Driscoll cat. <laughs> do you need to be put in the holiday spirit? Do you need to have a smile on your face after just listening to my rant? Then let can we do that with DP Sidhu right now with the Driscoll cat? Can I hear a little bit of DP Sidhu? 
I need some of that in my life right now. Let me hear it. Driscoll Cat, Driscoll Cat, we need you to run the ball. Driscoll Cat, Driscoll Cat, you can pass it too. Our offense needs some revision. We're not going to win the division. Damian Pierce has an ankle sprain. We just want to win again. Driscoll Cat, Driscoll Cat, we need you to run the ball. Driscoll Cat, Driscoll Cat. What are we doing? Did that do it for you? No. Clint, let me ask you this. <laughs> what are we doing? Do you know what that song I mean, Jesus, is a reference we went from to? from the Rockets to that? Do you know what that is a reference to, that song? It's a movie. No. Or, or, or it's a it's a skit or whatever. From Friends, uh, from Friends man. Yeah. Smelly Cat. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I You didn't like it. Uh, feeling down, you got to hear a little something, something from Phoebe, and I thought DP did an excellent job. Sounded just like Phoebe there, and that yeah, put me right back I mean, in the I'm sure, I'm sure DP, I love DP. She did a good job. I mean, I love the fact she said our offense needs some revision. I mean, that's for damn sure. <laughs> I mean, that's a ballsy move by her. Not by the way of Driscoll Cat. I mean, you I, can pass the ball. Yeah, I, I, what is the smelly cat? What is it about? It's, uh, it's a song written by a Friends character. About a smelly cat. It's about it, literally that. I think I've heard cat. the smelly cat, but I didn't. Know, I didn't pay attention to know what it was about. And what are they feeding the cat that makes it so smelly? That's tuna fish. That's the. Uh, that's the quest of that song is to find out why the cat is so damn smelly. These what cats are it? just dirty animals. What's the answer? Um, I'm not sure we get one. Phoebe, yeah. uh, Phoebe on Friends doesn't follow through a lot. When they do the on, reboot uh, of Friends in like five more years, then maybe we'll get an answer. I don't know. Is that a thing? No way that'll happen. So y'all don't even know what the Smelly Cat song's about? No. It's well, a, it's all Phoebe's songs. They're just kind of silly random. and weird and random. Oh. We got to get you on Friends, my man. No chance. Gee. All right. <laughs> uh, let's get one more. Thursday Night Football tonight. We'll be uh, able to watch it from the Lopez household. Looking forward to it. Crucial game for the Titans against the Texans this weekend. To hold position against the Jags. They'll know a lot more about what they need to get done after tonight. Jags, Jets... Jets are going to have Zach Wilson back at quarterback, Clint. Um, how much are you? How much faith are you putting in him to save the Jets' season at this point? Oh, he in time? ain't saving nothing. I mean, I, ultimately, he's just got to prove that he can go out there and consistently play the position at a high enough level for for the the team to stick with him at this point in time. Look, I, I mean, I, I think I think this team's got a legit shot to get into the playoffs if Mike White stays healthy. Now he didn't stay healthy; they can't get him cleared um, through through the concussion protocol. They can't get him cleared to play. And so it's it's Zach's Zach's team, and can Zach play well enough to keep his job, uh, even though he's got a leg up because he was uh, the, their number one draft pick uh, this year. So, or, or, or yeah, is he this year or that last year? No, he's, he's a rookie, right? Who, no, Will, second year. His first or second year? Yeah. Wilson, this was his second year, but I need to check. If it's his second, it year. is his second. It is his second because this was Pickett's year. Yeah, so it's his second year. I mean, he he's good. He's got a leg up because they they've got a lot riding on him. He's got to play well enough to keep his damn job, yeah. which, which in my opinion, I've heard a lot of crazy ass conversations about this situation, but in my opinion, that means you got to go win ball games. Like you can't just play well. Like you, you've got to. If you're not able to win ball games and get this team into the playoffs, I mean, there's, there's essentially, I think like six teams for you know still in contention for the wild card spot in the AFC, um, and and you've. You've got as good a shot as any. The quarterback, the quarterback, not like playing 
the quarterback playing terribly can't be the reason that you don't get in because Mike White has shown the ability to go out and win ball games and play at a high level. Not that he has consistently, but he's shown the ability, and it appears that this team it, it rallies around Mike White. Zach Wilson's got to show at least a thread of that same ability or it's going to be tough sledding for him to keep his job this year down a stretch. Yeah, I don't know. You mentioned six teams in the hunt for the AFC wild card. I mean, the Chargers and Dolphins currently occupying those spots, the Patriots, Jets, Jaguars. Beyond that, when you get to the Raiders and the Browns and the Steelers, I don't know how good you feel about those teams and making a push. I mean, they're there, but beyond a certain point, when you have to hopscotch not just one, two, but, you know, I'm talking three or four teams and um, not just not being in your favor. You don't control your own destiny. Um, when you when you, when you you need three or four other organizations to make things happen for you, it's just not there. But this is a huge game tonight. I'm looking forward to it. Um, the last three weeks, what more could you want when the game's really on the line? He's Clint Sterner, Sean Bajani, and for Ron the Show, Hughley. Coming up next, Yuli Gurriel and the Astros is a re-up around the corner. We'll talk about it next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. Sports Radio 610, Houston Texans breaking news. All right, alongside Clint Sterner, Sean Bajani, in for Ron, the show, Hughley. You heard the sound of there. We've got breaking news. Tyler Milner, our producer, will give us the word. The latest from NRG. What you got? That is correct, sir. We have uh, some answers on this injury report for the Houston Texans. There are going to be, as of right now, two Texans players out for this Sunday's game against the Titans. Those two Texans are going to be wide receiver Nico Collins. He is going to be out with that hurt foot. And uh, the rookie, offensive lineman Kenyon Green, he is going to miss Sunday's game with an ankle. Those are the two players for the Texans that will be out. There are four questionable players for the Texans. Offensive lineman Justin McCray, wide receiver Chris Moore, wide receiver Brandon Cooks, go figure, 
and defensive back Steven Nelson. Those are your four players that will be questionable. Yeah, that's about right. I mean, those guys have been uh, limited to DNPs the last week or so in regards to uh, Brandon Cooks, Justin McCray. Uh, now, Chris Moore uh, is a little bit different. He's dealing with a foot injury. Steven Nelson's been hobbled with a foot and knee. I didn't really... I didn't know about the knee until a couple of days ago when it popped up on the injury report. I thought it was just a foot with him, but he's been kind of taking it easy. I mentioned last week when I was out at practice, guys, uh, You know, I saw Cooks and Nelson both working side fields while the Texans uh, were stretching and, and, and doing their individual uh, drills in the mornings. Um, it's a pretty slow process. Generally, the way Lovey Smith has handled this stuff is he likes to have his guys with a full week of practice as part of the ramp up period. You haven't really seen that in terms of a full week um, yet with Nelson, but cooks still listed as questionable. He looked like he was pretty moving around pretty good earlier this week. Yeah. Look, I, I think what sticks out to me here is, is you got Collins, uh, Nico Collins, who again, I, I think is a guy that that needs to be on the field and proven or proving who he is. I mean, I think he's a good player. Again, I think he's a good role player. He's a good complimentary receiver. Is he a two? Is he a three? Um, I mean, really, the again, the best receiver play that we've seen this year has come in, in the shape of Chris Moore. Um, both, I think, as a body of work in terms of just being consistent in terms of Pep Hamilton and Davis Mills, being able to get him touches create creatively, uh, or maybe not creatively, but specifically, it looks like they're able to target him. And 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 he went out and had a 10-catch ball game and a 100-plus yard ball game. I, I just think that when you look at this receiving core as a whole, uh, there's, there's obviously a lot to be desired. But where does Nico Collins fit in? This team has made him a priority when he's on the field. He's been the boundary receiver. He's been the X receiver. They've made him a priority to go to him in critical situations. And um, – I just thought that this year was a year. I was more excited about him maybe coming into the season, maybe more excited about him than anybody not named Davis Mills. Obviously, the quarterback, you're excited. Is he going to be better? Is he going to be worse? Is he, what's he going to do? But Nico Collins, I thought, needed a big year here to really separate himself, establish himself as a as a top receiver for the Texans. I don't believe he's done that. Uh, I, I believe we're still in the same spot as we were when the season started. Agreed. Good good size, yeah. you, know, good, you know, big body. Um, decent speed, decent 50-50 ball guy. Not, not. I mean, nothing to like. I wouldn't, I wouldn't make it a point to throw him 50-50 balls at this point in time. Um, moving forward, I, I thought he needed a good, solid, healthy season, productive season, so we could find out, and more importantly, so the Texans could find out who exactly he is. Right now, to me, he's just, he's just a young body that is in the mix, in the rotation to be depth with the with the Houston Texans. I mean and there's nothing more as I've said before, there's there's nothing more uh, what word am I looking for? I, like I don't need to see anything more than Chris Moore go out there and have good ball games and be productive to look over at Nico Collins by a guy that was drafted that's been made the priority that that's got all the intangibles and he just doesn't produce the way that even to the level that Chris Moore is. Yeah, but he hasn't gotten the quarterback play, you know, when he was on the field healthy. That's kind of hindered what what, what we're seeing. I disagree. You don't think that has anything to do with what what you haven't seen from Nico Collins? No, no, I I don't. I mean, look, I I mean, there's not – I can't sit here – I mean, more opportunities. I can't can't sit here and have a serious conversation with you about about Chris Moore producing with the same exact quarterbacks under the same scenarios – and then Nico Collins didn't get the opportunity. 
I just can't. I can't do it. I mean, we saw we saw Chris Moore. Was it last year? Go I mean, off he had one New- game of ten catches. I mean, he led the team in receptions last week. Yeah, but with four, you know, and some of those balls. I mean, he made a couple three great catches over the last couple of weeks against the Cowboys and Chiefs. Like, yeah, he's made those catches, but he kind of came in with this team as kind of like OJ Howard. Like he was a proven guy. Like you knew what he was capable of. He's a veteran in the league. He can play a little bit. Like. Nico Collins, I didn't feel like Davis Mills gave him great opportunities to really show what he can do. You talk about getting 50-50 balls. He was throwing 70%. Ain't nobody touching this thing in a 30% look, I, chance look, that Nico's going to get I'm paid. not going to sit here and tell you that Davis Mills and the quarterback play since Nico Collins has been a Texan has been great. I'm just telling you that I've seen more out of multiple receivers than I have from Nico Collins that are playing under, under the exact same circumstances for the last two years. Yeah, I get how you're looking at it. I mean, I, I, don't, I mean it's just at some point in time – like at some point in time, we gotta we gotta stand up and go. Okay, being six four, and being drafted in the third round, and being made a priority. I'm not. I'm look. It's it's one of those. Okay, call it if you want to call it opportunity. Okay, he didn't get the opportunity over two years. I don't know who he is. I don't. I don't. I don't care why. Right, yeah. I, I don't. I don't. I'm not telling you that he's not worth the flip. I'm not telling you that he can't go out there and make plays. I don't care why. I'm telling you, we're two years into Nico Collins' career, and we still don't know who he is. I'm a hundred percent. I mean, with you there, you go into next season with the same amount of question marks in what kind of role he can serve on this team as you did this season. I, I, I right, I, I and I and I that. expected him to have a season over a 17-week season, over over an 18-week season, 17 ball games, I expected Nico Collins with poor quarterback play, with without a, a really a, a good, solid supporting cast at the wide receiver position, I expected Nico Collins to go out there and establish himself as a playmaker for this football team. And we, we've heard Pep Hamilton describe guys that they've signed off the off the streets as playmakers and explosive. Would you would you categorize Nico Collins right now? Would you feel comfortable putting your money on on a statement that Nico Collins is is a playmaker and explosive at this point in time? No, absolutely not. That that point made. That that's 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 the reality of the the NFL. Do do we wait how how many weeks, how many years do we wait of a guy not making plays before we go, "Hey man, it just ain't in the cards. Yeah. Chris Moore has had, and look, you 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 make a great point. He's had one game where it was 10 catches, 125. I'm not a big Chris Moore guy. I, I, I think Chris Moore is very limited. I think he's playing at or above his ceiling right now. There's something to be said about a guy that plays at or above his ceiling. There's something to be said about a guy that the quarterback always seems to find you. You always find a guy a way to get open. The offensive play caller finds a way to get you footballs. You, and if, even if you're not against New England, was it last year against New England, Tyler, when he went over 100 yards? Did they play New England last year? That sounds. Or was it two years ago? How long has Chris Moore been here? No, no it, it was last year. It was last year because Davis, Davis Mills, Mills had a great first half yeah. and they blew it in the second half. Yeah, I mean the the, the best. I think the best ball games that we've seen have been Chris Moore ball games in the last two years. Which is odd. Right, right. I mean, Brandon well, look, Cooks led the team in receptions last season. I mean, he had a couple of really good games. You know what? Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Look, I'm not sitting here telling you that Chris Moore is better than, than Brandon Cooks. I, I'm just simply telling you that. No, performance-wise, though. Like right now, yeah. Brandon Cooks is playing in the same under the same circumstances as everybody else. I mean, yeah. I, I, like I, we, we've seen, and I, I, we joke all the time about Philip Dorsett being my guy. We've seen Philip Dorsett go out there and make plays. Now it's he, he gets an opportunity when Brandon Cooks and Nico Collins are off the field, and he goes out and he makes plays, like game changing plays. Like we we don't. I mean, 
Nico Collins gets targeted in critical situations, and and Chris Moore's had more had more game changing type plays than Nico Collins has. I, I don't know. I, I'm again. I'm not. I, I don't mean to be like I'm not banging on Nico Collins, even though it sounds like that. I'm just simply telling you how many years do you give a guy for him to separate? How many excuses do we make about well, it's a play caller, it's a second offensive system to be in. Well, he doesn't have really good quarterback play. They've had a they've, they've had a, a turnstile at, at the quarterback position this year. Well, they've they played some really good defenses. I mean, come on, man. Yeah. I mean, you said the same thing it. about Chris Moore. He's made plays. He stood out. Sure. He, he stood out when Nico Collins and Brandon Cooks couldn't be on the field. Right. Like, they were up against right. it. Like, he wasn't getting those opportunities. Chris Moore, I'm talking about, wasn't getting those opportunities before the Texans made the quarterback change, before Nico Collins and Brandon Cooks yep. were experiencing injuries. It's like they were forced into that corner. They were painted there. I mean, it took four weeks before they m- were forced into the decision to play Amari Rodgers and give him opportunities. And look what dividends he's paid. It's just so odd how... This season has broken down to some degree, a large degree. I think we all kind of expected like this was not going to be a good yeah. year. You can call it a tank, whatever. I'm not ashamed to call it. It was a tank. Yeah. It was a tank. And was it a? I mean, it I, look, to be a one twelve and one we, type tank. I don't know. We, but. We, yeah, look, I, I, I don't. I, we can talk tank all we want. Sticking to the Nico Collins deal, though, Sean is like we've seen OJ Howard have a huge game. We've seen. We've seen um, Jordan Akins have a huge game. We've seen games, we, though. Games for for Akins. Oh is yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, I'm, 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 this is my point. That's my point. Yeah. The point is that we've seen we've seen three, four guys have monster games. Nico Collins had a monster game yet? No, he had like that one fifty-seven yard catch for a post. touchdown. That's and I, look I'm, again. I'm not saying that he's not. Look, he, I'm not. I'm not disrespecting him. I'm just saying I don't know where he fits in. Is yeah. he a three-four receiver? Is he a one-two receiver? I, I don't know. Is he a boundary receiver that you can lean on, or do you need to go find another boundary receiver that can make plays and move Nico Collins to more of a, a, a move receiver, or is he and do something else with him? I tell you this much: I want a better offensive mind and talent evaluator to make that decision instead of somebody on this staff right now. When it comes down to Nico Collins, or really anybody, in what their ceiling is going forward, he's Clint Sterner, Sean Bajani, in for Ron the Show. Hughley, look, we didn't get to it now, but we're going to get to it. Uh, coming up, Yuli Guriel and the Astros. Is there a reunion right around the corner? We'll talk about it next. Stay there. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. I really can't stay. Oh, this put you in the, in the Christmas spirit. Clint? I love it, man. He's Clint Sterner, Sean Bajani, in for Ron, the show Hughley today. I dig this song, man. And you know why I love this song so much? Elf. Is that it? Elf. This is the actual track from Elf. I did it for you, buddy. It sounded very, very familiar. Why am I I blanking on this girl's name? I love her. Oh, I know. I think she's very hot. Uh, Why am I blanking on her name? New girl. My wife told me, like, a fun fact about her the other day. Like, she's actually the daughter of somebody else really famous. I can't remember. Look that up while you're trying to figure out. Zoe Deschanel. Yeah. Isn't she the daughter of somebody somebody else really famous? If she is, I did not know. All I know is she is fine. Stuff like that's going to bother me. But, yeah, she is. Zoe Deschanel. I couldn't have given you that. You guys watch Yellowstone? Oh, yeah. No, no. I'm not caught up, though. Do, do you guys like Lainey Wilson? Who's that? You don't know Lainey Wilson? No. Is she Beth? No. She's the country music singer that's on there, that old boy, the, old, the little cowboy's hot Oh, okay. Is yeah, that yeah. who you were listening to earlier? Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. That was so, a good song. So, so she's going viral, right? This this guy, this 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 uh, has come up in conversation because because of our our uh, conversation yesterday where I made comments about 
Tyler's ass or lack thereof uh, <laughs> yesterday. My wife, my wife thought it would be real classy to tweet about. Um, <laughs> sorry, everybody doesn't have a dump truck. I think uh, I saw was. that. So have y'all seen? Have y'all seen the? Uh, if you don't watch Yellowstone and you don't know who Lainey Wilson is, I'm, I'm going to guess you hadn't seen this. But apparently, she has a video that has gone viral from one of her concerts. And oh, is she the one with the booty? With the big butt, yeah. That's big, her? Big booty, yeah. yeah I saw big, that picture everywhere yeah. yesterday. Well, that video supposedly has over 6 million views now, right? I believe it because that thing is ginormous. No, she's, she's got a, I mean, she's... She's got a terrific hiney. Give me the name. What's her name? Lainey, L-A-I-N-E-Y. You probably Wilson. saw the picture on Twitter, Sean. Yeah. She's, uh, I mean, it's it's solid now. Oh, yeah. I mean, she's, she's smoking. Yeah, it's it's a it's a shapely derriere, might I say, to I'd be like as to show her the fifty possibly. states. If now, you know see, what I mean? I mean, there we go. My oh. point, my point being is in the leopard pants. Yes, yeah. yes. Holy smokes! I'm not my, even a butt dude. My my point being is that she, in response to that video getting six million views and everybody talking about her butt and how big it is, I'm sure I'm saying it as as. Um, I mean, I appreciate it. I, I great, I greatly oh, I appreciate. I greatly it. appreciate yeah. it. So, uh, my wife doesn't always appreciate my my me talking about being thicker than a snicker, but that's uh, that, <laughs> she that, didn't appreciate your appreciation for that sort of thing. No, 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 no. My, well, my <laughs> thicker you than got a, some junk in the truck. My, my thicker than a snicker. I, I was I was referring to my to my wife I, in, in such a beautiful way. I absolutely love it. So I, I can appreciate Lainey Wilson's uh, thickness if you see what I'm saying. So big. Anyway, point being is she. In you know, a lot of people get all in their feelings about it, and all you know, all all uh, beside themselves. And I'm not she, a piece of meat, bro. She she responded with a, a, a uh, herself like a her face <laughs> inside the window driving a dump truck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cause, I mean, Perfect. let's be real. She knew what she was doing when she put, when she put those pants on. Like she knew yeah, what she was yeah. doing. Yeah, well, she's always got tight. She's always got tight bottoms on. Oh, now, it, but but she's she can sing now too. She can go. She can go. If brother. it's who I'm thinking of from Yellowstone, I, I I agree. I've seen her live, and and it's uh, she can she can absolutely go. Hold on, but she's in Yellowstone too. She she is a she's yeah she's in Yellowstone now. She's just in in Yellowstone. Okay. They they're putting on these events, and she like at one point that all the cowboys were in a bar, and there was a live there was live music at the bar, and she was the she was the okay. artist playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's not playing Lainey Wilson. She's playing a singer. Yeah, sure. In the show, and then she meets one of the cowboys, and so they kind of hit it off. Well, now they plan this event out at out at John Dutton's ranch, and she's the music that they hired. Mm-hmm. She's like the local musician or whatever, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so she's playing that role. But it's it's she she had a couple of hit songs before that. Uh, but this obviously is helping her uh, her stardom. But anyway, <laughs> I might have to see her live now. For those for those of you out there that appreciate a, a certain level of thickness in, in country music, and and then not only that, more importantly, a woman that can appreciate her derriere being admired to the point where she doesn't get mad. She just responds with herself driving a dump yeah, truck. She helps man. accentuate it. My just, wife. Yeah. By the way, I mean, my wife texts me. She said she said something about the dump truck comment, and I was like, yeah, but I, I didn't really know exactly what you were talking. Like I didn't. I didn't think about you and I's comment. She heard, oh, our, okay. she heard our conversation. And, and I saw her tweet it right when we were talking about I, it. I, I did. I, like, I, I was like, what the hell is she talking about? And then she's like, <laughs> she, she texts me singing that song, dumps in a truck, whatever the hell it was. I was like, oh, okay. I got you, babe. I got That's you. That's perfect. Appreciate it. Clint Apparently, Stern. my wife appreciates a, a certain level of thickness 
as well. I hope my wife doesn't because I ain't got nothing for her. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say yours doesn't. <laughs> Back straight into the butt, That's man. That's it, man. Or the legs. What did you say yesterday? Glutes lean, and lean, pale, and hairy. <laughs> I can't think of a better description my, for myself. Hey, mine, mine likes a little thicker, pale, and ginger. There you go. I mean, rare combos. Oh, Clint Sterner, Sean Bajani, and for Ron the Show, Hughley. So, I saw this yesterday late. Probably should have got it to you guys yesterday, but... Nobody's talking about it, and it's still on Twitter from this magazine, it looks like, called Our Esquina, uh, I guess a Latin American magazine. Um, had the story, free agent Yuli Gurriel is changing agents or has changed, changed agents. And I thought it was an interesting time to kind of do that at this stage of his career, but he did it. Um, and who he's changing to, uh, his name is Diego Bentz. He's the former agent of Hall of Famer Big Poppy David Ortiz, who actually gave him a shout-out during his Hall of Fame speech uh, recently in Cooperstown. But he's also the current agent of one of the newest Astros, uh, Jose Abreu. So kind of intrigued by that a little bit, given that the fact that, uh, you know, a lot of people are praising Jim Crane for kind of keeping the band together, bringing Michael Brantley back, all obviously bettering the team, uh, re-signing Montero, the moves that Crane has made, um, with the exception of losing Oledmus Diaz and Justin Verlander, this this roster had just won a World Series. It's coming back pretty much intact. What about Yuli Gurriel to fill that void of Oledmus Diaz, that utility role? Heard a lot of discussion about guys like David Hensley, um, the question marks surrounding uh, prospects like Yanner Diaz, Pedro, Pedro Leone. Where does Jake Myers, Corey Lee, Mauricio Dubon kind of factor into the roster, their roles on the bench? You could go with Dubon, Myers, even Corey Lee, as it appears they will now because they need a backup catcher behind Maldonado, and even David Hensley, who proved himself in a small sample size last regular season and even into the postseason. Stepped up when he absolutely needed to, right? Well, it's a glaring hole. Like, you still have a massive deal to make here. It doesn't need to come via free agency. It could just come retaining one of your own. Yuli Gurriel wants to be back in Houston. He wants to be a part of the Astros. And I think he'd be willing to accept a different role, a lesser role, as the utility guy. Do you feel like this is something that needs to happen? As strongly, at least need, as I do. Need, I think, is a, is a strong word. I, I, I think. I think here's the deal. I, I think it. I don't think Hensley is part of the conversation. I mean, I, I look. I, all of those guys were on the roster last year with with Diaz. So at at this point in time, it's it's like okay, you can have Hensley and Yuli. Now, I don't think there's a need to have three center fielders anymore. Um, you, you've got you've got guys that that. In a pinch, in a pinch, you could move over. You could move, um, which I, I it wouldn't take a pinch for me to do it. But um, Tucker could play center field if, if, for some reason, you went through two center fielders and, and didn't and didn't have a third. You could move Tucker over. You, you could do some different things there. I, I don't. Jacob Myers is not in a conversation. I don't even. I, I don't think Maurice Dubon is is uh, Mauricio. Is it Mauricio or Maurice? Mauricio. It's Mauricio. He he. he uh, I don't think he's. I don't think those guys are, do what you want with them, but I don't think they're in the conversation of what you do with Yuli. Like, there, there's room on this roster to have Yuli and David Hensley, or Yuli and David Hensley and no, you're right. Mauricio Dubon if you need him. There may not be room for three center fielders. You know what I mean? There, there may not be room for 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 all of it, but but you give me a chance to re-sign Yuli, and Yuli is now your utility, your pinch hitter. 
yeah, I'm I'm in on that, no question. I want to know how Yonner Diaz, you know, who plays catcher, first base, he's played some limited outfield uh, in the minors, and Pedro Leon, who can play all over the place, infield, outfield, how those two guys factor into this decision-making process, along with Hensley, who, you know, he plays all four infield spots, uh, corner outfield in a pinch if you need him to, DeBond, who you mentioned, uh, he could play outfield, second, third, short, all over the place. They have all these versatile guys, but what about that proven hitter, you know, that you That's had in point. Yuli? Are Gurriel? those guys? Are you saying that those guys are even in the like Yuli? Not in the conversation. If, if they can bring Yuli back, I don't even want to. If I sit down in a, in, a, in a room and talk about Yuli, I don't want to hear about Mauricio Dubon. Right, and I don't and either. I, where, I don't, where are you? I don't. Where, I guess where are you going with that? Like, well, well I don't understand. What I'm what going you, with it is that people seem to be pretty comfortable with the fact that you have enough versatility already on this bench. What do you need Yuli for? Well, you have a lot of unproven. Uh, potential here yeah, in, I mean, with I, a guy like Hensley. Not so much in DuBond because you kind of know what he is, but in terms of Pedro Leon and Yonner Diaz, there's a lot of question marks there. Stick with what you know. Yeah, he's aging, but bring Yuli back and he'll accept the lesser role, I think. What are we think. talking about? We're talking about a guy that just led the team in hitting in the, in the, world, in the, in the in playoffs. The, in the playoffs, absolutely, but also coming off of one of his worst regular seasons, too. A severe slide from winning the batting title the previous season. A lot of people think that maybe he just doesn't regain, um, you know, that sort of prowess at the plate, if you will, um, and what that looks like, particularly in a lesser role, you know, an off the bench type role. But somebody to spell Bregman, somebody to spell yeah. a Jeremy, uh, not Jeremy Pena, but somebody to spell, uh, you know, at first uh, how base. About, how about a DH if Brantley or 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 or, you, or uh, Jordan aren't aren't in in aren't healthy and can play, or just need a day off? How about hundred percent? How about a, a any infielder, other than I guess the shortstop, and, yeah, and it, shortstop. I mean that that just needs a day off, mm-hmm. uh, or, or or has an injury issue, right? I mean, like that. I don't know. I, like to me, for for me, like I don't know what the hell somebody's talking about that says, "Oh, we've got enough versatility." Like that's all fine and dandy, but if I'm Yuli Gurriel and and you want to re-sign me at a lesser role and I'm gonna be I'm gonna be more of a utility player, I'm gonna be a I'm gonna I'm gonna be a a pinch hitter and I'm gonna be that cool, I'm good with that. Yeah. But but don't don't bring guys up that that have never pissed a drop in, in major league baseball and and make them part of the of the conversation. Don't bring Mauricio Dubon and Jake Myers into this conversation. No, I don't like think- if my spot on this roster is is contingent on any of those guys, then I'll I'll take my services somewhere else. If it's me, I, I, look, I, I understand that 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 for this sake they're in the conversation because they're Mauricio Dubon can play infield as well. Yeah, David Hensley can play infield as well. I, I get it, I understand. But if I'm Yuli, those I just led the team in in hitting in in the playoffs. What are you? What are we doing? Oh, if I'm Yuli, I'm saying you can't hold my jock. Like right. move over, big cat. Right. So I like I don't even I don't I don't even like I personally my opinion is like if we can re-sign Yuli. Resign Yuli. Like the they're, the alternative of oh we got enough versatility across the board with all these other guys. Those other guys can't that you can't put all them together and equal what Yuli did a year ago oh or gosh, what he no. did in the playoffs. Yeah, hundred percent. Now everybody everybody wants to get stuck on on the season. That that drives me nuts. By the way, I, I mean I just like it's it's one thing to acknowledge that he had a bad season at the plate. Mm-hmm. It's another thing to just completely dismiss what he did a year ago. Uh, or what he did right. in the playoffs. You're right, but you do have to side-eye it because you don't know how drastic that fall-off is going to be upon the return. 
and wherever it is, what type of productive hitter can he be? Because you're going from literally one extreme to the other, from 2021 to the 22 result. And then obviously what he did in the playoffs and in the World Series, he was one of their most consistent bats and really should have been one of the more feared hitters at the plate in high-leverage situations, not to poke it out of the ballpark or anything, because I think he'd finished with like three homers in his last, God, however many hundred of at-bats. I mean, the homers were few and far between, but the guy can still produce and is uber-valuable all over the infield as a utility man to replace Aledmus Diaz. It's kind of my point, and just... You know, good sign maybe that he's taken the same agent as a current Astro, one of the newest members in Jose Abreu. He's Clint Sterner, Sean Bajani. Coming up next, we've got Sterner's football at four. Derek Henry and a Pro Bowl nod for a big-time Texan. That's next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.